Hello, lovely listener. This is Celia, the host of Love Waits for You. Today, I have an exciting episode. A lady I competed with a few weeks ago at Mrs. International is going to be a guest on my show, and she is the Mrs. International. Her name is Rachel Marks. And as you know, people that have followed along with my story, my journey, my podcast, the messages that I share all have to do with transforming pain into power. It's not just when we go to places that aren't pretty, um, we end, you know, at the, the end of the tunnel where it's bright and full of light. And with Rachel, I knew she would be real with me and we could have a deep conversation and we could, you know, talk about, you know, have a meaningful discussion. So you just know when you speak to people, you can just feel authenticity. And I felt that with Rachel. I spent a lot of time with her at Nationals. We were very close in the numbers and backstage. And of course, you'll hear about it in our conversation. I did want to go ahead and point out that um, I apologize about the uh, reception on my end. We would have re-recorded except for the fact that I wouldn't want to take away from the realness of, you know, the genuine conversation. And then also, she comes in crystal clear and this episode is to showcase her and her accomplishments and it is about her so not a single like word she says you don't understand and like my husband says um, it kind of only cuts me out whenever I'm starting to ramble (laughs) which if you guys have been like with me since the beginning I think you find that find it endearing how I speak I know my husband does um so but any new listeners um joining my show welcome and I hope you stay along for the journey and the different guests that we'll have on here who at the end of the day have something to share um that they how they've transformed something transformed something painful into something positive we got to go deep on here we've got to talk about things that maybe you just don't this just don't come up in everyday conversation Um, Of course, we're going to have fun too. So hope you enjoy our conversation and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Love you so much. Hey, Rachel. Hi. (laughs) I'm so happy to get to connect with you again. You know, you're my um, bestie at the the pageant. My bestie. My bestie. (laughs) Yeah. Let's tell them. Let's tell them the mint story so we can come clean about. Um, I've already kind of introduced you to my lovely listeners. Okay. Explained to them I was going to have you on and told them all about you so they know you are Mrs. International. And um, so we were as far as the pageant and all the deep stuff. Um, we have <laughs> we're in sections and we're backstage, and um, we we still mints or we still. <laughs> One, just one. (laughs) Yeah, the best demon. I feel like next year I'm going to have to just walk in the back and take shakes a brand new bag of Lifesavers because I don't remember if I told you, but like on finals night, I actually took another one. (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) I did. Okay. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but yes, you were, it was your idea. I know. I'm the mint thief. Be a rebel. Yeah, I'm the mint thief. <laughs> yep. And then we, and then we, we have, I was, you know, I'll have it, you know, half it with me or whatever. And it like broke apart perfectly. So yeah, the fact that it there. broke completely in half like <laughs> that, it was just meant to be literally meant exactly. to be. <laughs> exactly. So um, today's conversation, um, 
you know, this is my first time getting a chat. And I literally yeah. talked to you so much, like during the pageant. I know. Unless your earbuds, unless your earbuds not like bothering you. <laughs> but um, I remember you had to like keep me in line. It was just a very, um, you know, um, high, high energy kind of week. But you are like really chill, like calm, cool. Um, like how, how are you that way? I, I don't. So this, I felt like was a different experience for me. So when it comes to competing, I usually am like kind of a neurotic mess. Yeah. And for some reason, like I, this is perfect example. So, um, mm-hmm. I believe it or not, am terrified of onstage question. It's just one of those things. I think you and I discussed this, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things that, for me, I don't memorize things well. I'm kind of more of an off-the-cuff kind of gal. So to know that I needed to kind of at least have a guideline of what I needed to say for my platform statement made me just terrified in every way. And so um, I had my husband bring me from earplugs. And so I just had those <laughs> shoved in my ears like as tightly as I could, like not listening to anyone. And uh-huh. um Utah was in front of me in line and I can remember when she walked out there and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't remember anything. I'm a wreck. I can't remember anything. And then our backstage helper, you know, she was like, okay, go Rachel. And I threw the earbuds or the earplugs out really quickly, like onto the ground. And like the very first step that I took out on the stage, it was like a total God moment for me. And my whole body was just kind of like calm and relaxed. So I don't know, I'm like, I'm the total opposite. Normally up there, I'm just like kind of, especially for speaking on stage, I feel like I get super nervous, but yeah, it was one of those moments that, yeah, God just takes over and lets you do what you need to do in the moment. And honestly, I think if, you know, it's lucky for me, I can, I can compete. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But um, I don't want to memorize it. I did memorize it and I did say it in such a way that it sounded more conversational but like uh-huh. you have that opportunity you can mess up whenever you memorize it so like yeah advice, like it's really good advice to just go in and kind of like I guess have your bullet points of things you want yeah. to say but right I mean that you like really just like you know just get your shot or whatever you said about the point <laughs> to your arm. <laughs> like, you were just talking to them, you know, just being yourself like you were talking, like you talked to us, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, so I think that's really great. Do you have any other, okay, so since you are an international title holder, we we do have to t- talk yeah. about pageants. Do you have any other pageant tips? And then I'll share one of mine. Oh, I love that. Of- I want all the tips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you tell me um, another one of yours. Okay. So I, I, I feel like I'm probably the worst with pageant tips. One of the things that I'm super crazy about. So I feel like, yes, I am very short, so I want to be tall, but listen, if you cannot walk in the shoes, get a different pair of shoes. Right. (laughs) Kind of always been one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, you know, we all want you to be up there and look confident and your walk should look, be the same thing. If you're struggling, like, Oh my gosh, everyone's going to see it on your face. So get a yeah. good pair of shoes that you can walk in. Um, and then for me, and I know this is exactly how you feel too, but when you're coming into this, you know, 
you get, you just get one shot and it's literally, it literally comes down to five people's opinion of you. Right. So Mm -hmm. there's really nothing you can do about that other than just go in there and literally give them everything that you are, that you have, that you want them to know about your life. Um, you know, the, all the good, the bad and the ugly. I feel like, you know, we were talking earlier, I'm very transparent and that's just kind of how I live my life. And you know, what I want people to know or believe about me. I just want them to meet me and be like, yeah, Rachel's, she's got a good head on her shoulders. So yeah, just be your authentic self. (laughs) So to share something personal with me, like I, you know, I'm, my platform is very personal and I'm trying to Mm -hmm. find like a way to, I like this past time, I didn't want to go too deep. I think I'm going to go a little deeper next time. Cause I think that that's kind of where I messed up in any kind of way. Cause I got out there, I made top 15. I'm happy with mm-hmm. what I did, but you know, um, I was fully transparent. I was trying to like polish it. It's one thing to like tighten up your platform, but like, you know, I'm just going to work on over the next year of, finding a way with my platform to be more like not so uh, if I guess like it's it's kind of like I'm really vague whenever it comes to you know my stuff and I feel like on stage question I think that's place to be that way but with the judges I feel like I need to be a little bit more um, you know just like share like truly, truly there. But yeah, yeah, I think that's an excellent advice, you know? Yeah. And, um, another thing that I wanted to share is, and I've probably, you know, I don't think people keep up with all my posts and stuff, but I've said this before and I talked to you about it. Like whenever I went in, I went in with this fourth pageant and I went in with a mindset that I wanted to try to get to know, engage with all the girls there. That way, if it wasn't me, know feel peace and be like you know what I see what they see and I could you know genuinely be happy for them and I think it's also because of where I am like like self my healing and all that I was like a complete peace whenever you want I was like yep like I know what they (laughs) see because you and I like it doesn't hurt I messaged you afterwards and I was like what a gift you know because you were the one that I I tend to I've gotten better about being super clingy um, I don't know if you've noticed that, like, I, I love the clingy. <laughs> yeah. I told you, like, I was like our first time hanging out or like the first, time, I was like, I tend to sort of, when I find a group I'm like comfortable with, I kind of try to stick there, but I'm forcing myself to like, cause like I wanted to get to know, you know, everybody, Yes, but it's, there's like a calm energy about you. And I'm very, I'm at a point Thank in my you. life where, yes. And I'm at a point in my life where it's like, like this bright light for me to be drawn to you. Cause I feel like I've gotten my light so bright and it's like anything that could bring me down. It's not selfish. It's like self care. Yeah. I, just, I feel that exact I, same way. Right. And I think that that's how um, I kind of stuck to you like glue is because of your energy. And I know that the judge that too, um, you know, when they were with you. So my advice to women is to go in, not looking at the women, like, you know, sizing them up. It, you have a 2% chance of winning. And you might as well at least, you know, feel peace at the end because you actually have a relationship with the winner, you know? Um, yeah, so it, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so now let's get into this. Okay, so I have, if, has, okay, your hair is a little bit shorter, right? <laughs> a little I bit. Know, <laughs> yeah. So 
I want to know like what happened, like how long ago behind that? Yeah, sure. So um, I actually cut it in the quarantine. So in the summer of 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, I had actually donated my hair once before about 10 years ago. And I knew that I wanted to donate it again. But I knew this time I was like hoping to donate it, you know, for someone or in honor of someone. And mm-hmm. I actually um, met a girl through social media, um, we actually live about, lived about an hour and a half apart and we had some mutual friends, you know, obviously in the pageant world. Um, and I didn't get to meet her when I cut my hair, but she was going through, um, her own childhood cancer journey. And she was just this fiery, tenacious, like incredible little warrior that was trying to do anything she possibly could to bring awareness to her cause, you know, to get more funding for these kids, to get more research for these kids, more treatments, all of these things. And there's just something about her and you just fell in love with her spirit. You just could not, I could not remove myself from her social media because I felt like she was just so incredible and so inspiring. And she was so young. She was only 17. And, you know, to see a young woman like that, just really taking charge of their life, I just was so inspired. And so I cut my hair and donated it for her to children with hair loss. So they are a nonprofit out of Michigan and they um, actually supply kids um, regardless of what their disease is for what they've lost their hair. So, um, yeah, it was super, it's very liberating, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like I, I just, um, to be honest, I've never been one that has had a security blanket with my hair. I've always been more of a Uh ponytail or hair up kind of gal. So, um, like when it was gone, it really wasn't, a loss. And I think now people see me without my hair and they're like, oh, we couldn't even imagine you with longer hair. And I think that's just so true because it does suit me. Um, I think that, you know, every morning I get to look in the mirror and I see this short haircut, but it's like, I'm just constantly reminded of Elizabeth and her journey. And I'm reminded of just the human spirit and how important it is to make human connections. And I actually got to meet Elizabeth in um, 2021 before she passed away. And it was a huge undertaking for her family to get to me, to meet me. Um, But they made it a priority. And I think that that just really showed what incredible humans they are, you know, and just how much Mm -hmm. I just love and appreciate them. I'm so thankful that, you know, I still get to um, have a relationship with her family and, you know, her legacy gets to live on, you know, through people who have been affected by her. And I think that is just what is so incredibly beautiful. I mean, we're talking about her because you won Mrs. International. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like, yeah, right. And this isn't just so my listeners know, I didn't just, whenever I hung out with Rachel during pageant week, I didn't. Um, so tell me about your hair. You know, I didn't know. And I didn't, I never even mm-hmm. thought like, of a, I didn't even right? think, you know, I just, like I never even thought like I didn't know it's just one of those things like you wouldn't ask but I yeah. knew after yeah. that like it that there was a touch with it and plus it's kind of like how awesome is that you have the most beautiful smile gorgeous face nobody can work like pull off that here's looks like when she cut shaved her head like she was not cute like you're gorgeous of course you have more hair than she does I mean 
Lalise was your um, hair and makeup artist. It didn't, I feel like it took him as long to style your hair as it did mine. <laughs> perfecting you. You were a little bit shorter, but he like, um, you know, hair to style, but I'm just, you know, about what you were saying, you know, I was going to ask you, you know, if you were nervous competing in a, mm-hmm. is this like, were you nervous about it? No, I know that you were comfortable. I, I mean, I'm attached to my hair <laughs> as far as I wear my hair down more than in a ponytail or if I'm trying yeah. to be cutesy, I'll pull it down now. I don't wear makeup and I'll wear my hair up all through the week, but if it's something yeah. um, like a client or a beauty pageant or customer, whatever, you know, I'll want, my, I'll feel more confident with my hair down. You're not like that, but beauty pageant, was there any part of you that was like nervous about it? Um, so I think that I, yes, I think I'm always nervous, but um, I can't, I don't and can't do anything about it. So, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, this is just who I am now. And I feel like at 38 years old, finally just accepting who I want to be and, yeah. you know, who I want to represent up there. And that's the most important part. And I don't feel like my entire week at Mrs. International, was just that. I felt like I was completely myself. I didn't feel like there was ever a time where I wasn't. And I didn't feel like there was a time that I wasn't happy. You know, I know where you all get exhausted and worn down, but there was not a time the entire week that I wasn't just full of joy and happiness and just so much gratefulness. I mean, Everything that you say, I try to think of like, because, you know, with myself, I'm thinking I didn't go in and actually reveal it. Like, how liberating would that be to go into interview and actually, you know, be a little bit more forthright? Like, because here's the thing, like, yeah, I will feel nervous about it. You, yeah, of course you feel nervous about it. You fear like other people judging, but like, what's, what's the price you Mm-hmm. Like aren't all in, you aren't completely yourself. And it's like, you know, this is what you want. This is like what you enjoy and you like. See, it's like, it feels like there's no other way because you actually, there's a purpose behind it. And, you know, right. quite frankly, you probably just enjoy it because <laughs> right. yeah, yeah so, it's just I mean, so, <laughs> it's just so me. I just feel like it's become like who I am. Yeah. And for me, it's like, it's, was never even there or like, I'm not missing any part of me or, um, I wish that more people wouldn't judge a book by its cover. I think a lot of people tend to do that. Um, but you know, you'll never stop people from judging you. So I think that if you can just kind of be the person you want to be, that Mm -hmm. really just is a testament to your character and you're going to live such a more fulfilled life. Yeah, totally. Well, you'll be proud of me because I got these, I put in extensions for the beauty pageant specifically. <laughs> um, my hair was like a lot. I saw it on stage and I'm like, it doesn't curl like it's supposed to. I got them all taken out today. So oh my gosh. Plus hundred grams, like weight of hair. My hair feels like, <laughs> I'm like, was this, like, this is it? Like, did it fall out? But it's like, nope, this is just, this is what it's like. It's had thick hair. So it's like, it's not even, it was so excessive like so like silly I wasted I mean I'm sorry my husband's listening thousands yeah <laughs> but anyway I feel so free like that was liberating I love that, that. <laughs> <laughs> um 
this like liberated, powerful, confident person that it just shines through. You're not like, were you born this way or this way oh girl (laughs) (laughs) no you know I think in like full transparency as a young girl I think you know we all go through that where we're so self-conscious about everything in our life you know like our bodies you know are are we good enough at all times you know and I think that that comes from all kinds of things from social media, from society, from bad relationships, you know, our past kind of builds who we are. But Mm -hmm. for me, the moment that I became a mother, I think that was really when I was filled with my purpose. And that was the day that my life completely changed. And in all honesty, I had planned my whole young adult life to never have kids. And Yeah. And my husband is the most incredible human. And I can remember like, you know, when we were dating, I'm like, I just don't know that I want to have kids. And he's like, well, I do. So, you know, we're Mm going to have to discuss this on numerous occasions, I'm sure. But for me, I just didn't want to live a life without him. And so I thought, you know, like, I'm just going to have to pray about this and we'll just let it be what God wants. And I just realized I can't, he is so much more important to me than my own agenda. And so, you know, obviously when we started trying and when we had our first daughter and I think it, it's so humbling because you're so afraid and you need like a manual, you know, on how to raise kids and there's, and you have to kind of like fumble through it and it's messy and it's, There are moments that are horrible and there are moments that are just so breathtakingly beautiful. And I feel like the moment I became a mom was the moment I became who I've always wanted to be. And I think I just decided then, and we can all fight ourselves daily. You know, I wish my stomach was flatter. I wish my hair was longer. I wish, you know, my face didn't have as many wrinkles. You can play that game all day long, but you know, if you're happy with who you are and, you know, you can feel comfortable in your skin as the person that you are and what you're bringing to the table to make other people's lives better, then I think you can kind of just step into your own. And I really feel that that's kind of what I've done. And, you know, I had already decided before I got to internationals week that this was going to be my last pageant, no matter what. And, you know, putting the end of an era on something was kind of sad. Yeah. You know, like it was kind of sad thinking about it all week. There were moments like after preliminaries, like not going to (laughs) lie, I was kind of a wreck. I'm like, I could have just competed for the very last time, you know? And so it, it was kind of hard for me to take, but then making top 15 and then walking with my husband that last time. I Mm -hmm. felt that I could let go and that I could be done. And I felt like I had done what I had come to do. And so no matter what the outcome would have been, I was very happy with exactly just like you said, I was happy with my performance. I was happy that everyone kind of got to see that whole week who I was. And there wasn't one minute that wasn't a hundred percent Rachel. Right. Yeah. Touching on the husband thing. Like I admire like how you, just tell you are so in love with your husband. Like <laughs> oh my gosh. Another episode, episode, like how do you st- 
stay that way. I mean, I don't know. Right. I know. I feel like I just want so much more time with him. I am telling you, I am one of those people that I cannot wait for like our quote second act. Like I love having my kids here, but I feel yeah. like I'm also just <laughs> waiting to like relearn and redate my husband again. But I mean, I think it all just comes with like, he is such an incredible partner, like to the epitome of perfection. He just knows everything that I could possibly need. Um, he just is, we're very much opposite. So he's a mechanical engineer. That's his profession. Um, and I work in healthcare, but I also feel like I totally have the creative brain. Like we are just yeah. two opposite people and mm -hmm. as are our children. <laughs> so, yeah. but I just, there's something about our marriage. And I think that we've just really prioritized each other. And yeah. that doesn't always mean like going out on a date because girl, I couldn't tell you other than internationals week, which was incredible because there were multiple dates. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this yeah. is just so wonderful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, like we, we have our kids all the time. So, you know, if we're going out to eat, we're going as a family. If we're going to, you know, a concert in our little park in our town, we're going as a family. So, but we've really just kind of tried to prioritize what the other person needs. And I think that that has made our marriage so much stronger. And, you know, I think it is so easy to get jaded and to get bogged down. And, you know, I'm not saying that there aren't things that I just want to choke him for because yeah. we all feel that way. Right. And right. I'm sure he feels the, he could make you a list for me, but yeah. I just feel so blessed that God gave him to me because yeah. he, he really is the perfect partner for me. And I have just enjoyed every second of this with our children and, you know, stepping into this new role, I think he absolutely despises when everyone calls him Mr. International, but he can't help but smile a little, you know, right. so, yeah. but he, yeah. he really does want to prioritize this for our life. And he knows what this meant to me and, you know, what an opportunity this is, you know, to help me kind of move forward with trying to get more people out to donate blood. And he's always so supportive. And I just think that that's where, you know, God is a hundred percent in our marriage and we're a hundred percent in our marriage. So yeah. it's, it's just working out. <laughs> yeah, totally. It totally, you know, shows through like, it's, I don't like, it's, it's really beautiful. Like how you look Thank at you. Him. He likes yeah. it, you too. Like it's um, gold. I can't it's help it. Gold. I just literally look at him and I'm like, Oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Not the, the, the gross fake kind. It's like, or over the, it is like sincere, just like, just like true. Like, you know, you just know. Mm -hmm. um, so I have that to is know so sweet of you to say. <laughs> of course, of course. I wasn't, I didn't put this like on things I wanted to talk to you about, but mentioned it, I was like, I've got to throw it out there that like, I really like admire y'all's relationship. Thank so you. how did you, and how old is your oldest? I want to know those two things. How we met. Is that what you said? Uh-huh. And how old is your oldest? Those were two questions oh. I had while you were talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, perfect. So um we went to high school together. Um, we actually dated each other's best friends. So we've known each other, you know, since we were young. Um, uh -huh. we went on like a spring break trip as a group of friends, and I don't know what it was, but we 
came home, not together, but it was only a matter of like two months and we were together. So it really wasn't like this fairy tale, anything (laughs) just was kind of like, you know, this is, let's try this. And it worked. How old were you? Were you like 17 or like? Oh, girl, we were already like graduated college, both had jobs, like 22, 22. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. How old is your oldest? So my oldest daughter, Ro, she is actually going to turn nine um, in like nine days. (laughs) How old is your youngest? And they're both girls, right? Yeah, both girls. The oldest, her name's Ro, and then the littler one, her name's Bly, and she is five. <laughs> okay. And I'm your age. Is I I kind of like deep down want another at some point. Are you like no more or? Possibly? Oh, I'm a hundred percent no more. A hundred and ten percent no more. My littlest is a firecracker of epic proportion. So, uh-huh. yeah, we will not be adding to this hen house anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and when is your birthday? Because we're the same age. Mine's April 14th. Mine is June 27th. Oh, my gosh. So I'm older than you. <laughs> I can't fine. believe that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that wraps up all of my questions. Um, what, I mean, cause this isn't a pageant interview. Like what, what do you hope to accomplish over the next year? You know, like <laughs> I'm just going to love following you. And I know it, it, it's just, you're like, it's meant to be, and, you know, you came on here. It really means a lot to me. And, um, oh, I wouldn't have missed course. this for anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad, and we, we can, you know, unrecorded, of course, like stay in touch. Yes. Of course, of course. During your reign. um, Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Celia, now having competed at Mrs. International, you know, like, how beautiful this system really is and what they're offering to women and, you know, getting to spend the year promoting something that I really believe in. And but also getting to spend the year, you know, working with the Red Cross here where I live. And you know, really trying to get people out to donate blood and to make it a point and to make it a part of their lives. And, you know, I think there's going to be lots of things. There's going to be lots of drives to help that, lots of blood to give every 56 yeah. days, in case you didn't know that. <laughs> I, I be there for you um, or, you know, donate blood. You just tell me where to go. Yeah. Okay. I got you, girl. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, really oh, like just this. I can do it every yeah, every 56 yeah, days you can do okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you, <laughs> you know, know, we're going to what? No, you tell me and I'll tell you. <laughs> no, I was just going to say like, you know, we're going to spend this whole year, you know, working on that really kind of advocating for that my cause and then but also advocating for this system because it makes my heart so happy that you are even considering coming back to compete again because I think that's what's so beautiful about this journey is that it's everyone's is uniquely their own. And Mm -hmm. I think that there really is a place for you and for everyone in the system. Oh my gosh. Like as soon as the pageant was over, the same night I emailed the, you know, the executive director, the owner, you know, what do I need to do to be Tennessee? (laughs) That makes me so happy. I know. She wrote me back. She's like, you know, the title is, 
some sweet things, you know, to me. And I just, the reason why I know this is where my home is for pageantry is because I'm not just, um, it's like I'm getting to develop myself and my platform and my mission and articulate it better. It's just like the on stage that's going to help mm-hmm. me with speaking engagements in the future. Like I know that's part of my calling. It's like, it's, it just feels like I just need to become the God to continue to do better in this system, not like work on, you know, having a sexier walk or this or that. It's really right. about like, coming, which is, that my own that's in alignment with what I'm trying to do with myself anyway. So right. it's totally like I'm I definitely super happy. I'm not gonna I had um, you know, I didn't make a, any official commitments, but there were other opportunities because I've, you know, this in my fourth pageant and mm-hmm. I thought about another particular uh, system um in April and I just I'm like, no, I mean it's it's out not what I'm trying to like elevate and work on with myself. Not saying that another day it wouldn't be anything else, but um, sure. I'm where I need to be. You know, I love that with all of my yeah. heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, until I stop growing, then, you know, this is where I'm. So, so. I love that. Yeah. So well, I'll get to see you next year during the week. And we, I will bring <laughs> the bag of mints for our sweet yeah. little shakes. Yes. And let's, <laughs> Like that way I can be, we can be on his good side or you're already on. His oh, good yes. Side. I love yeah. that. We got to get on his good side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you need me, I'm here and um, I hope we get to talk soon. We can. We will. I'm the, sure. The Maybe next year's pageant week. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay. Have a good evening. See you soon. Bye, Celia. Bye, girl.